week. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the Humboldt Last Week podcast. My name is Miles Cochran. This is a summary of Humboldt County, California's last week of news when you want it. On your commute, on a walk, at the gym, during chores, whenever. Hopefully a quick way to get caught up. Thank you so much for liking on Facebook, for following on SoundCloud, for subscribing on iTunes, for commenting, for story ideas, for all of it. It means so much. Please keep it up. Just a little disclaimer, the audio this week, and usually every week, is explicit, so please listen at your discretion. This episode, my main feature is going to highlight two of around 20 homeless people in Eureka that were recently evicted after a short-notice end of the city's temporary homeless sleeping program. These two had no idea where they were going to sleep. So I hung out with them on Waterfront and chatted with them about perceptions of homelessness, how they feel the city is handling things, the resources available to them, and what they plan on doing next. Then there's this. A revered local journalist wrote a piece for High Times about the potential legalization of recreational weed and how Humboldt feels about it. And that would be the amazing Kim Kemp. You know, I saw in a 2014 CBS News article about High Times' 40th anniversary that the magazine's doing super well, despite the fact that many other popular magazines are dying off. They have readership in the several millions. So it's appropriate that they're working with someone as talented as Kim. In her latest article, she notes that it's been a pivotal time and a divided time for the North Coast. The consensus among marijuana groups here is either split or undecided. Those for legalization say weed isn't something worth getting arrested over. Those against it mostly want big business to stay out of the mix. And maybe you saw in the Times Standard this week as well that monetary contributions to Prop 64 from Humboldt County are far and few between. Then there's this in Kim's article. One grower basically said when fellow growers oppose legalization for whatever reason, they look like, quote, spoiled, entitled, greedy brats trying to protect their lucrative, free-for-all, barely regulated, mostly tax-free industry. And then a rep for a trade group in the article agreed, saying growers need to prepare to adapt to the new law. Which makes you think, adapt how? So I reached out to Kim and asked her how she feels growers should prepare. In the future, growers that want to survive in a legalized market should be looking to find consumers who are interested in a particular product that they could specialize for. They could specialize to reach out to women. They could specialize to reach out to, say, people who remember marijuana from the 60s senior smokers, or they could specialize to reach out to high-end cannabis smokers, some way to specialize and find their own little corner of the market. In other news, the sheriff's office put out a bunch of pictures of the graffiti on that church along 101 South Eureka and Fields Landing, a little temple tagging. That's the church you drive by. They're always displaying a big message on the side of the building about how we're all going to go to hell if we don't go there or whatever. So what these taggers painted was, hail Satan, fuck God. Satan is God, Jesus sucks, Church of Satan, the word death, pentagrams, 666, skulls. Gosh, these people are shitty artists. You know, disagree with whoever you want, just don't damage people's stuff. That's stupid. Maybe let's talk about your neighbors. Do you hate them? Are they bad at being good neighbors? Maybe they're noisy or always fighting or shady or not very clean. Whatever. A major network TV show is looking for people here that want to resolve neighborly disputes. Whether that be residential or with another business or residential to business, there are not a lot of details, but it looks like the show is called Love Thy Neighbor. And if you're into it, you can find the details on the Humboldt Del Norte Film Commission Facebook. Wild one, a 40-year-old woman from Eureka allegedly tried to kill a Walgreens employee with a hammer and then pled not guilty. Luckily, the 21-year-old victim is in stable condition. Hopefully, her Walgreens co-workers expedited her prescription for pain meds. 
An older guy in Eureka pulled a gun on a homeless man who was allegedly stealing stuff from his backyard. Homeowner pistol whipped him, and then the gun went off twice. There were no bullet wounds. In addition to the suspected thief, the homeowner is actually facing charges on this one for assault with a deadly weapon because his gun went off. DA's office is going to give that one a look. Could be a controversial one. The ice skating rink in Fortuna is going to open for the second year on the 13th. This is at Newburgh Park. This year, they hope to feature fire pits, holiday decorations, holiday music, smiles, laughter, and more. They got a grant to be able to lower the price for kids that want to skate. It's great for the community. For all the details, you can check out HumbleIceRink.com. Well, Humboldt State University doesn't only burn a hole in your pocket. They've also got a hole in one of their welcome signs on campus. You heard about this. This gained national attention online, men's humor, Mashable, all kinds of sites. Some kid crashed a car into one of their mission-style signs, hit it from the front so you could say they crashed missionary-style. I saw on News Channel 3 this ordeal could cost around ten grand to fix. Repairs taken a few months put spider webs over it for halloween all festive like they're the kool-aid oh yeah jokes and then there was like there's graffiti on it after they boarded it up what a week that thing had and down in redway someone found some human remains that may have been there for years they also found a wallet nearby this is near a ymca camp around eel river down there saw that on news channel three we'll wait for an identification and right now how about the final story Of course, if you made it this far, you know explicit language is expected in this podcast. Dozens of homeless people in Eureka were evicted from their temporary sleeping area at Marina and Waterfront. With very short notice, the city decided to end this homeless sleeping program. Residents were told they had around 16 hours to leave or be arrested. Eureka said nearby businesses were complaining. The camp was unhealthy. The area saw an uptick in crime. Now, along Waterfront, standing next to piles of belongings, I spoke with Bonnie Joseph and Tim Holt, a couple of the people who were evicted and still trying to figure out where they were going to sleep. I don't act like a homeless person. I don't carry myself like a homeless person. Neither do most of the people you know, that are here. There are a few bad apples, but would you throw out a whole neighborhood for one bad apple? I don't think so. Well, why destroy all of us? I feel like we're being persecuted, you know? And I think they, they need to get to know the people a little bit better before they judge us. Yeah, there's a mess. We don't have it to where we can just put it in the garbage whenever we want. They give us one little garbage can. There's too many of us. So what about Betty Chin and other people around town offering up temporary beds? I think Betty, her intentions are good, but I don't think she has control of what's going on anymore. You know, she's being, the things are being dictated to her, who she can let in, who she can't let in. And I believe she meant well, but I don't think it's going that way. I think she's being led in a different direction now. And she said she would let me in not them because she's not taking new people in until after they move containers and she's not sure once she'll have openings for couples well then i asked bonnie and tim if they had anything positive to say about the way the police and the city have been handling these evictions i mean there's a few officers that are you know they're not really lenient but they don't cuss at us they don't disrespect us and there's most of them that are very disrespectful if you ask a question i didn't know there was a sign up there i'd been gone i asked the officer what time do we have to get out don't you know how to read the fucking sign, he tells me? Oh, yeah, there's like Officer Rebang and some of the other officers. They're, they're cordial, they're polite, and they're honest with you. You know, even Sanchez. <laughs> when they tell you that you got something coming, you know you got that coming. You know, and if you know, they give you breaks, they give you chances, you know, and stuff. Then there's other ones that are just rude and uh, treat people totally disrespectful. You know, just because we're homeless doesn't mean we're scumbags. You know, I've gone into restaurants just the other night with a friend, and we were paying for what we had. 
and we were told that we had a half hour to be there, you know, and, and to leave. So, what's their plan? All we're trying to do is stick together because they, if we split up, the single girls have an opportunity of being raped, beaten, killed, anything. When we all stick together, we all help each other like a family. Because there's a lot of people that's not homeless out here that is coming hurting us, throwing eggs at us, shooting at us, throwing bottles at us. I'm afraid to ride my bike by myself at night because what if they grab me? And this is my residence. I love this town. I love this county. You know, and I'm not going to go anywhere else. I don't care what happens. I don't care what I got to do. Eureka Police Chief Andy Mills told the Lost Coast Outpost that the homeless didn't want to be in this situation, that the city has done far more for them than any other in this area, housing well over 100 people. Then Captain Steve Watson echoed that by mentioning four other possible options with open beds. According to a press release, the city is looking forward to the reestablishment of Betty's Blue Angel Village on West Washington Street, the opening of Betty's Family Center, and 15 units dedicated to housing homeless senior citizens. Well, that wraps things up. Thanks again for liking Humboldt last week online. Thanks for comments and story ideas, stuff like that. I guess this is the moment where I talk about voting and the time change. I'll just leave it at that. Bye. Humboldt. Last week.